Hello and welcome to Tarot Bites. I'm Teresa Reed, the Tarot Lady. I'm the author of Tarot No Questions Asked, Master in the Art of Intuitive Reading. I'm also your host for this podcast series. This is episode 188 of Tarot Bites, the podcast where I dish out short, entertaining, bite-sized lessons on how to read tarot. And for today's episode, our topic is astrology, tarot, and journaling as self-care. And my very special guest is none other than Gabriella Herstick. Hello, Gabriella. Hi, Teresa. So good to virtually be with you again. It's always a delight to be with you. And congratulations, you have another book coming out. I mean, this is what now, the journal is number three or number four? It's number three. Two and a half to me. It's not quite a whole book, but it's still like, Something so yeah, I counted as two and a half. Well, we'll talk about the book in a second, but you know, the book is about it is about journaling, of course. Mm-hmm. And journaling, I am really into journaling. I've been journaling ever since I've been a very young girl, and I know that you have too. And before we talk about tarot and astrology as journaling, I'd like it if you could just tell me how you use journaling for self-care. Yeah, of course. Um, and also congratulations on your book. I know that you just had a book release too. Thank you. Um and I'm the same way. I definitely have been journaling for since I was little on and off, but it wasn't until I really started committing to my daily meditation practice, which will be two years in November, that I really implemented journaling as a very consistent practice. So for me, every morning I'll write down what day it is, like the date, and then what the sun and the moon are in, what signs they're in, whatever phase the moon is in. And I'll journal both about the day before and what you know, anything that I have to, I'm still processing anything that was difficult. And then I'll journal about the next day. And that's just mostly like my regular daily routine as somebody who's very air sign. Um, journaling helps me transmute this like ethereal thing, you know, all these thoughts I have in my head into something physical. And that in itself, even if it's just like, repeating what I did the day before. It helps me be more present because I'm able to make this space in my mind, which, you know, affects the way I feel, affects the way that I move through the world. And more than anything, I think it really allows me to be present. And because I have that daily check-in, I don't feel like I crisis journal quite as much. Like, I don't really feel like, obviously, if I'm going through something really difficult and I'm having a lot of trouble processing, like, I love journaling and pulling tarot cards, which we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about in just a second, because having that space to just be like my most dramatic or bitchiest or meanest or most vulgar self, like without judgment is really helpful for me. It really allows me to just be honest with wherever I am. And, um, I was on our friend Amelia, um, of bad astrologers on her podcast the other day. And I called journaling mind maintenance, which I stand by because it really is for me just like in a spiritual inventory and an emotional inventory. And, um, yeah, I think it really depends on how I'm feeling, but for the most part, journaling just helps me accept where I am with compassion and patience and presence. And that makes so much sense too, when you, especially when you put the air sign thing into it, because I'm an air sign also. I've got mm-hmm. plenty of air in my chart. And I think for air sign people, we live in our heads and we have to get things out of our head. Yeah. Because when you live in your head, don't you have a moon in Scorpio too? 
Yes, we're both Luna Scorpios with Libra risings and air air suns. So yeah, and so I mean, then when you throw that Moon and Scorpio on top of it, we tend to get in our head, but also we then stew and brood. And I can go into that very very obsessive, unhealthy place. Mm -hmm. And I find when I start writing things down, I can make sense out of things. I can Mm -hmm. start really processing why am I feeling like this? And like you said, you can get out all the ugly stuff. You know that we don't want to act on that without thinking. And so that presence is important. So that way we're also more conscious of, okay, this is how I'm feeling. How am I going to react? Yes. I think journaling is really brilliant for that. Yeah, me too. And yeah, especially as somebody who's also very air sign, I think that it is just helpful to have that space where like, you know, you can really just be super honest with whatever you're feeling without, you know, any kind of like, retribution from anybody else. And I mean, I, I'm a very big proponent of therapy, but that's once a week, you know what I mean? Like sometimes things happen where you can't wait five days to see your therapist and they, not that journaling is a replacement, but as a supplement to that, to this space where you can be radically vulnerable and just your deepest, darkest persona. I feel like it's just such a great, a great practice for both, um, keeping up with just like taking care of our mental health and also for shadow work. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I mean, because shadow work going into those really dark places, sometimes we're not comfortable sharing that with somebody else. So when you share it with a journal, it really does help you to befriend the shadow and again, understand where is this coming from? Why am I feeling like this? And how can I make peace with it? And, you know, the journal is a safe place for you to do that. Exactly. Now, you know, we're air signs, but I think every sign probably could benefit from journaling. And how would, how would you say, like, for the other signs? I mean, Gemini's, I mean, air signs were in our heads. How yeah. could the other signs, why would it be great for the other elements to be getting involved with it, in your opinion? Oh, great question. Um, I think that for, like, earth signs or fixed signs in general, it, not that we're necessarily inflexible, but having a space to, like, even just write down the things that you have a lot of conviction about or like, or of, I don't know the wording for that. I'm sorry. My brain just flew out the window. Um, things that you feel passionately about, or maybe even just like writing down how you're feeling. If you're feeling like lethargic or if you're feeling really like grounded or maybe not feeling grounded, I feel like Earth, journaling is also a practice of of grounding both in your body and in your mind. And I think that, you know, even if you're not necessarily overthinking things, journaling can help kind of bridge this gap between what you're feeling in your body and what you're thinking in your mind. And it can kind of help maybe people who aren't super in their heads, like start to kind of mentally more understand what they're feeling in their bodies. I feel like even if you're not super in your head, it can kind of act as this connect connective tissue, I guess, between these different aspects of yourself. And, um, for water signs, I also, I mean, my whole chart is water and air and, you know, being deeply in our emotions is a gift, but also it, sometimes we need some perspective. And I feel like when you journal, it's almost like, not that the journal like takes on a life of its own, like Tom Riddle and Harry Potter or something, but I do think that there can be this kind of conversation with different aspects of the self and even just writing down something I know from my own experience, writing down something that I have a lot of emotional, um, that's 
just making me very emotional and feeling very deeply, like it can kind of act as a mirror for you to understand what those feelings are because you can reread it and kind of like just have another perspective with what you're feeling, I guess. Um, and for fire signs, I mean, I feel like journaling is also an act of, it can be an act of manifestation. Like you can journal about the things that you're passionate about, the things that you want and seeing it as somewhere where you are, you know, it's the first step almost in bringing something from the astral or the etheric to, to the physical. Like before we manifest it, we have to really think about what we want and plan whatever it is, whether it's, you know, like writing a book or launching a new project, there is this space where like writing things down kind of helps them evolve into something more. And I think even just a, like a journaling practice with like gratitude or a journaling practice with like the things that you're looking forward to or manifesting or passionate about can add fuel to that fire. Um, but I, all, I just think that everybody, no matter their sign or their element or whether in their, in their head or not can use the space to just be radically honest with whatever they're experiencing without judgment. Even if it's like, you know, I'm, you know, I've been really lazy and lethargic because we're going through a pandemic right now. And you know what, like, that's okay. And like journaling about that, I don't think there's a, a wrong way to do it, which I think is kind of liberating in itself. Absolutely. And also right now, you know, we're, we're talking when the moon is in Sagittarius, we're recording this and, and the moon in Sagittarius is all about being honest. Mm-hmm. And I love, love, love the idea of the journal as a place to really be radically honest. Yeah especially now that we're talking during this moon and Sag. So um, you mentioned that you list the moon cycles when you journal. Can you tell me a little bit about why you do that and what that's all about? Absolutely. Well, I just, I love the moon and I definitely like, I always know, you know, what sun sign or what sign the sun is in. And for the moon, I think when I, when I do that, it's, one, so that way, like, I can look back at, you know, old entries and understand the astrology of the day, both, you know, what sign the sun and moon are in, and it helps me see patterns with that. But I think more than anything, it's just so, like, because I journal every day and because I, you know, I am I check every single day to see what sign the moon is in, It's it just helps me be more aware of what's going on astrologically and it helps me put whatever I'm journaling about into context. And it kind of just helps me, you know, connect more deeply with those influences while also just um, being able to navigate my own inner world with more ease because I know like what's going on with the, with the moon that really rules over that that part of the self. You know, it's interesting because I check the moon every single day. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I grew up with farm folks and so the moon is very important and for manifestation work and for business mm-hmm. and just for general living, the moon is extremely, extremely important. When we are aware of what's happening in the cosmos, I feel that we can make better decisions here on earth. But mm-hmm. I really like the idea of looking at the moon and taking note of that. So when you reflect back later on your journal, it's a way to see how you're showing up and interacting or how your subconscious is showing up. That's really a brilliant idea. Thank you. Yeah, that's totally what it is. I think it's, you know, more, we're more able to see patterns when we kind of have this, not like unit of measurement, but when we are able to like correlate our different experiences to the different moon phases, it just helps us understand how we relate to that, um, to that luminary with a little bit more personal understanding. 
Yes. You know, there's certain moons that I find really hit me hard. Mm-hmm where I'm way more crankier or way more, you know, some type of way. And then there's other moons like the moon in Scorpio. I've got a moon in Scorpio. I always feel great when the moon is in yeah. Scorpio, even though it's considered the worst moon, but it aligns with my moon. So it's my lunar return. And I always feel like I'm in my, my stuff, so to speak. Yes, so I think taking note of that makes, makes a lot of sense in a journal, which is something, by the way, I've never done. So I'm going to start doing that. Because- <laughs> That is a really good idea. Um, I like keeping track of things. So why not keep track of, you know, what the moon cycle is that particular day in my journal? And I feel like for me too, it's just like even writing like the glyph of the sun and like, you know, I, I'll, I'll just like draw like a little moon with whatever phase it's in. And then I'll put the glyph of the whatever sign it's in. And I feel like even that small act of magic of like writing these glyphs helps me kind of tap into that egregore a little bit more fully yeah totally makes sense it's like magic those symbols mm-hmm. are magic mm-hmm. so let's go to let's talk about the tarot part now now yes. i do a tarot card of the day and i've done a tarot card of the day and journaling about it forever and a day i do it online for <laughs> my my people who love my work you know i do a card of the day and on patreon i do an extended card of the day so i mean i'm doing all that card of the day and my daily card how could you incorporate this into your journaling practice? I mean, because I do tarot journaling, but not journaling the other way. So for self-care. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah. So for me, I'll just start with like what I personally do and then I'll add some other musings. But so I will write like whatever moon phase it is, whatever sun, whatever sun sign we're in, um, whatever sign the sun is in. Um, and you know, I'll take note if it's a full moon or if it's a new moon or if like it's a holiday, like the Sabbaths or whatever. Um, but part of that is I also will set an intention, like I'll journal whatever my intention is for the day. And then I'll pull three tarot cards and I will journal about what I think that energy means for the day for me. And I think I also have been starting to write the, um, whatever astrological correspondences I pull. So today I think I got like the four of cups and the two of cups, which is uh, two of cups is Venus in cancer and four of cups is moon in cancer. Perhaps I don't remember. I think because three of cups is Mercury, but um, having that like both the tarot and having connecting that to the astrology, it just adds um I think for me, like a depth of what I should expect today and also what energies I can connect to. Um, and I, I love your tarot cards of the day. I, I love seeing them on Patreon too. And I think for me, it's a little bit because it's my own journaling practice. I have the chance to really just like go deeply into whatever these correspondences mean for me. And sometimes it's super literal, you know, like sometimes I'll pull a card. That's exactly what I'm end up going through that day. But a lot of the time it helps me be more receptive to whatever it is I need to know that day. And because I write my intention out and I journal, whatever my intention is that day, um, I'll ask my cards, something based around that, or just, you know, what does goddess need me to know today? What is the energy I can work with today? And I just feel like the cards add another layer of of understanding and of wisdom and of depth. Um, and I don't think there's a wrong way to do tarot journaling. I mean, you know, maybe it's pulling a card when you're learning the tarot and just 
writing about what that means to you. But I think with like a personal journaling practice, it's really helpful to like be able to personalize it as much as possible based on what you're going through that day. Cause it's, you're not reading it for anybody else. You're reading it for yourself. So, and I think especially like if you're somebody who reads tarot for other people, having that personal connection to the cards is just, it just adds some like little glimmers of magic. I feel like it helps at least for me, like when I'm able to personally relate to a card, it, it I'm able to bring more depth and more understanding to when I read them for others. So how do you think um, this could all work together with, with therapy? Ooh. I mean, because, you know, I'm a big believer in therapy too. And my friend, Diane Bloom, she's an amazing crystal healer. She one time said, and this remark is so profound to me. She says, well, everybody needs therapy because everybody had a childhood. I'm like, oh, uh, of course. Yeah. So I'm a big believer in it. But how could all this, this tarot and astrology and journaling, how could that also support your, ther- your work in therapy? Ooh, I feel like they're two sides of the same coin. Like for me, like I consider my weekly therapy sessions, like part of my spiritual, spiritual practice and self-care. Cause it's, I think, you know, like using tools like journaling and tarot and astrology, it allows you to have more compassion and understanding and a wider perspective of your own experiences. And I think that understanding an expansive view of self can help you go deeper in therapy because you've already taken the time to like know yourself and care for yourself. And you know, they're tools. I don't think that by any means journaling or tarot or astrology are replacements for therapy, but I would argue that they are really, really powerful supplements that help you. I mean, yeah, sometimes the tarot is like super, helpful and loving and sometimes it's like a fucking slap on the wrist from goddess or whatever it is you believe in where it's like get in shape and you know I think that therapy can be the same thing where it can be um you know just depending on what kind of therapy you're going to or what your therapist is like or what you need where it can either be a very loving affirmation or it can be a wake-up call and I mean, yeah, you could probably use therapy or journaling and tarot and astrology to just like, uh, what's the word to just like reaffirm unhealthy beliefs about yourself or to reaffirm like your ego. But if you're actually showing up with honesty and with commitments to yourself and you use these practices, I think they're just going to help you have so much more self-awareness and so much more perspective and just a deeper understanding of the way that you work and what you need. And I think showing up to therapy with that perspective is just like, you're going to be able to get to like the, the, like the, the marrow of it with more ease than if you just go in without having any understanding of self. Cause I feel like all of these things lead to knowing thyself, which is like, you know, why else are we going to therapy except for that? Exactly. And I think that's why people also turn to things like tarot and astrology. It's mm-hmm. to know yourself. And when you exactly. know yourself, you can show up as yourself as the very, very best version of yourself. Exactly. And that's what it's all about. That's what we're here on the planet to do. Yes, I, I couldn't agree more. I really think there's a reason that like, know thyself is like, that's one of the most important maxims in, in my life. And I just think in my work. So it, that definitely resonates with me. So tell me all about your new book, this journal. Okay. What yes. about it? What do people know? Where can they get it? So my journal is called Embody Your Magic, a guided journal for the modern witch. And it is a guided journal 
that is split up into five sections, each based on the element and elements and different aspects of the self. So there is the an earth chapter or section on the physical body, air is the mental body, water is the emotional body, fire is the spiritual body, and spirit is the soul. And I wrote this during COVID quarantine lockdown. Um, and, you know, based on both my own daily journal practice and my practice with ritual, I really wanted to give something that would help people create a ritual practice or rituals or magic um, with some structure. So there are grounding practices. There's uh, breath work for the air section. There's sex magic in the fire section, ritual baths and recipes in the water section. Um, you know, there's tarot spreads in each um each little section for each, based on each of the elements and plenty of journal questions. And my goal is really to help people have some guidance and like starting whatever it is they're starting, whether that's, you know, wanting to do a tarot reading, but not knowing where to start or wanting to work with the archangels and not knowing where to start. Or, you know, I even have like, uh, I have in the, in the water section, information about each of the phases of the moon and space to record and to muse and to just explore what those mean to you. Um, in the spirit section, I have, uh, I have pages for each of the holidays of the witch. So like tomorrow when the journal comes out is the autumn equinox and I have space to record and muse about that. And I just, because I love journaling so much and because I, I know just, how cathartic it can be and how powerful and how transformative. Like I really just wanted to give people the space to, to use, to do that in whatever form they wanted to like there, you know, there's information about like manifesting and stuff, which I think is, you know, important. We all have desires, which should be followed. And I also believe that witchcraft is so much more than just like doing spells to, to get things. I think it really is a practice of coming back to yourself and radically knowing yourself and um, taking care of yourself and not just taking care of your body or your mind or your heart, but taking care of your whole self, which include all these different aspects of self. So um, yeah, it's been a really interesting journey. I'm really excited about it. You can get it wherever books are sold. Um, I'm hoping that, you know, local published local indie bookstores will have it. You can always just call and request if they don't. Um, but it feels really strange, but very validating to be able to release this right now, because like, I know it's something that I feel like is needed. So it's really a privilege and an honor. It is so needed, and I've had a sneak peek of the book. It's beautiful. It's, you know, this is a time right now where a lot of people are questioning their place in the world. They're questioning what's going on in the world. They're trying to make sense of it all, and journaling is so helpful in that regard. And I think your your book is going to be uh, something that, whether someone considers themselves a witch or not, they're going to find that it really does help them to live a more magical life, no matter what's going on in the world. So thank you for writing it. Oh my God. Thank you for that sweet compliment. That is truly the, the goal. So I, I hope so. And thank you for affirming that and validating that. Well, at Gabriella, you produce such great books. Where can people find you if they want to learn more about your work and what you're up to and what's next? Yes. You can find me both on Instagram and Twitter at Gabby Herstick 
which is G-A-B-Y-H-E-R-S-T-I-K. And you can find my website and links to podcasts and pieces I've written and press at GabriellaHerstick.com. And that's Gabriella with one L and then H-E-R-S-T-I-K.com. And yeah, all my info is there. Thank you. And thank you so much for spending time telling me, uh, teaching me so much about how you do tarot and astrology with your journaling. I think this is something I'm certainly going to be playing around adding those moon phases to mine. So I thank you for sharing that tip. Oh my God. Thank you for having me, Tracy. You're the best. Uh, you are the best. All right, people, that wraps up this episode of Tarot Bites. You're going to want to get your journal out and get practicing with what we've learned today. And I want to remind you to check out lots more tarot goodness on my website, thetarolady.com. I've got free tarot and astrology lessons. I've got lots of books, hundreds of blog posts. Oh, astrological forecast, so many other good things for you to scope out. And I hope you enjoy it. I want to thank you again for listening. I hope you have a marvelous day. And by the way, if you are digging the podcast, do me a solid. Get on over to iTunes and leave a kind review because that helps more tarot curious people find their way to tarot bites. And as always, I like to close out by saying, pay close attention to your intuition throughout your day and let it guide you into making brave, excellent choices. Remember that you are always in the driver's seat of your life. You are in charge of your decisions, your plans, the action steps that you take or don't take. You're the boss. And if you don't like where your life is headed right now, you can change that. Nothing is ever fixed in stone. The tarot cards tell a story, but you write the ending.